Yo, welcome to the My City Podcast. podcast my love to everyone once again for tuning in episode 1 to 13 much appreciated we got sam in the building we've got ire you tell them bro what's good people what's good people uh two great guests in the house today we've got mr fan bites himself mr tim army he's heavy what's good said, yo, what's good <laughs> and then we got um mr aji ayurinde just yo. king of london himself you know like yeah aji try lips to mic and it pretend it's we'll bleep that in it yeah um uh, thanks to everyone who tuned into episode 13 love, where we love, spoke love, about love the love. Uh, men not being able to exist without women if you haven't tuned in already tune into that we talk about gender roles traditionalism girls stepping up their game and men not being trash um thanks for tuning in today we're going to have a conversation about social media uh, how to build a, a great online brand <clears throat> how to monetize the brand for those of you who already have a large social following and want guidance on how to make money from it. Mm. And uh, these guests are incredible because Tim has a company called Fanbats which connects uh, social influencers with brands. And Aji is also a guy who's obviously got a good brand online and he's, you know, he's got some light to share on how to build that brand and make money from it. Um, before we begin, what we'd like to do for our guests is we'd like to give them a plug. So is there anywhere we can find you online? I'll let you go first. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Easiest way to find me is just at Tim Army on Twitter. That's the easiest way. How do you spell the Army? Um, A R M O O. There we go. Then Strong Garnanes. Then Strong Garnanes. <laughs> yeah, you know the one. And then Aji, what are you saying, B? Yeah, me, um, Aji Ayurande, spelled H A I A Y O R I N D E. Cool. Uh, do you want to calm, calm. through? All right, so yeah, let's get straight into it. What is a social media influencer? I'm sure there's many definitions, but do you guys have a particular definition for that term? I think you learned this one because you're the social influencer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't even describe myself as. I don't even like the term, mm. really, and um, I kind of feel like I'd much rather be influential than okay. to be described as an influencer. So I think just kind of by virtue of being in certain spaces, you are going to be able to exert some kind of influence and like there's a certain level of responsibility that comes with that so that's the way that i see it but if we're going back to like proper definitions i think an influencer is someone that can monetize that influence whatever way that that kind of so you, manifests like the, itself. you don't think you can be an influencer without monetizing it you can't just you don't have the power to make people do something without getting yeah, I, I don't even know I feel, I feel like you you can but I mean in the modern sense yeah. like influencer as is currently defined or as companies think of it I think you have to be able to monetize it Tim have you got a definition from uh, yeah I think I think um, probably for me like um, an influencer is someone with someone whose opinion on a certain topic holds weight yeah. So, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. and it's not necessarily about um, like how big their audience is. It's more like, do they hold weight in something? Like, mm. can they say, like, can they say something and then everyone believes it? Yeah, mm. or like the sky is falling and everyone looks outside. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah, so yeah, 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 that yeah, could yeah. be anything from the girl with like you know six hundred followers on snap but if she, but like she is like the like the queen of <laughs> understanding how to get the best weave or yeah, don't say you're gonna... i don't know right yeah, but yeah. but you yeah. know what i mean like like <laughs> you've been following the yo, bro, nah, yeah, nah, bro. Bro, listen, listen, nah, like like for example that's getting bleeped as well bro oh yeah no yeah but uh, yeah but basically the whole point about like they hold weight in a specific topic yeah and and for me like that's when you but you see with that yeah do you hold weight before the audience comes or the whole way um, after the audience comes. For example, if no one listens to me but I'm talking every week <laughs> and I know what I'm talking about, does my opinion hold weight I then or does it hold weight when people start to turn up and listen to what I'm saying? I think that e just... Even to like build on that, do you think that you could be an influencer and not 
rely on social media. Yeah, like hundred percent. I feel like social in the day and age, obviously. Yeah, like in the day and age, like social media is like people have always been influencers from mm. time, from mm. time, from time, from time. Um, you could even say something like Jesus was an influencer, right? Like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some and then like, some some Lord's days, like, some you know, he's still the greatest influencer. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like Hitler. Yeah, hundred was an influencer, right? It's like he said something, and people just like suddenly they kind of. Bro, even Donald Trump is an influencer. Bro. Donald Trump's an influencer. This shit term one, bro, influencer, an influencer, I think it's. Yeah, I agree with you. It's been about for a minute, but I think there's a new age of people that are trying to use it as their their profession or their career, yeah, their, yeah, their yeah. avenue. So, yeah, I've seen people income, in bios on know, Twitter say influencer. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Kind of like I, I, I roll when I see that myself. If someone calls himself, I do, I do. If someone calls themselves. An influencer, like yeah. I personally, like obviously I respect the hustle and yeah, the fact yeah, they've yeah. realised their position. But if I see influencer and nothing else, then I do eye roll a bit. Mm, do you know what I mean? 100%. So, uh, so we spoke yeah. about what we, what we what we deem to be an influencer, someone who can monetize it, mm. and someone whose opinion old hold weights. So, what would you say isn't an influencer? So, does having ten k followers on Twitter make you automatically an influencer? I don't think so. I feel if your engagement is very very low i wouldn't say that you can really call yourself an influencer like yeah, i've seen yeah. i see certain people who have like literally like thirty thousand followers yeah. and they'll post things and they'll get like one retweet one retweet yeah. <laughs> 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 well, even even BB, bbc one i think bbc um they've got, they've got millions of followers yeah. or whatever and they will post things on twitter and get like five likes Obviously, like they 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 are influential in their, in their own way. But Shout I mean, like, to you who was on BBC this week. Well, is, is that you for a shame? Were you disappointed with the uh, publicity today? You got more. Nah, I'm playing. I got one. I needed that. But no, I definitely feel you. I definitely feel because, like, even that example, yeah, you can be a like, you can be a celebrity and just have Twitter, yeah, not use it not engage with your followers or whatever but you have millions of and followers see, because of your you name see the influence yeah. there. do you know what I mean so you can't really be considered for those who don't know engagement talks about how many how often people interact with you and that mm. can be via le- um, le- uh, likes sharing mm-hmm. retweeting just to let people know what engagement means okay you guys uh, you guys spoke about monetizing quickly Um, have you got some examples of ways that a social media influencer can but we're going to touch on that we're going to touch on that you want to go into we're, it we're going to touch on that we're going to touch on that the reason why I'm stopping you there quickly is because um I think it's very important for people to know what an influencer isn't. Okay. And obviously, and then naturally we're going to go into yeah, that. Yeah, I think example, definitely... Bad example. Right? Yeah. Cool, yeah, I think like pretty much the whole point about engagement, right? So we've done like several um, campaigns with brands where it's like, you know, they've come to us and then we're like, I did this campaign with this Instagram influencer who had like half a million followers and then she posted and she put it on her Instagram story but no one like bought anything and it's like well because she doesn't have influence as i said right like she doesn't carry weight when she says i really like this you know drink or something like that right so a bad influence is someone who just doesn't carry any weight in what they say have you got any names any examples let's keep it celebrity level so that no one um, takes it personal that for them a good influence for me is let's say kanye Mm. So you think anything? Because I would say a good influencer is anything he does, like you said about the sky. The sky is blue. Whatever. Yeah, mm. people will check. I mean, I like, like the really basic ones are like Kylie Jenner is like an amazing influencer mm. because like this girl will drop anything. She like, what's the recent thing that her company did like three hundred million or something like that, and it's just all through her. So she did 300 million in like highly cosmetics in like 18 months or something like that mm-hmm. and the reason why is because she'll just put up a instagram story yo i'm just using this thing and then boom um there's a friend of mine who actually runs like a teeth whitening company mm-hmm. and his sales literally went from i think it was like half a million a month to like three million a month after kylie jenner posted about it like that's influence mm-hmm. a bad influence something like 50 cent for example <laughs> uncle 50 please i think he's because like let's not do this i don't think that he holds weight in anything like like or get the strap nah like some of his water brands like and that i can yeah, say that, yeah. yeah but like <laughs> if you gave 50 cent like an app to promote i just feel like people no, but like, i okay. think there's lanes though like okay if you gave 50 
sort of say go and promote this accounting film or something like that then obviously that's not his lane but I reckon Kylie Jenner would be able to Ooh, imagine Kylie tweeting about Kylie, P- if Kylie was thing, yeah. if, Kylie if she tweeted about PwC like, an app or something so. yeah. or, or like or, or literally like I don't think PwC. blanket anything I think, I think Kylie Kylie's so good because she like transcends any industry yeah. like there's certain influences I feel that will be influential in certain mm. areas mm, that's fair, but yeah. Kylie can post about anything but I think even good influencers can have bad um, sort of influence experiences. Like yeah, yeah. Kendall Jenner with that Pepsi thing last year. There was a oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wild. And then obviously, like the whole Kardashian family, you would say mm. they're very big influencers. But the fact that yeah. you still remember it, though, yeah, shows it, that Kendall still has some influence. But then she, she received a lot of stick for it, a lot of negative um, publicity. And what, didn't she have to mm. return pu- Pepsi to everyone? I can't remember it specifically, but okay, it's cool. an interesting one still. And Bill, to move on to that... Um, to go on to like talking about how to how these guys go about establishing their brand how they build it and we can give some good example you give you give you give, you give, you give the example of Kylie how did she get that brand is it because of the family she was born into was it giving it to her or did she have to also put in some work as well what do you think like I if you had a daughter I'd, you were like you know what I want to make fringes 30 minutes yeah, no, no. I think, I think campaign how do I, do, how I, do think, I go about that yeah I think if I'm being honest I feel like people do her a bit of a disservice when they yeah. say it's just the family she was born into because she's taken it to a whole new level mm. so I think she's just done obviously she like had a very good head start but she's done very well with what she what she was given mm. um, so yeah I wouldn't say it's just would you, would you would you say she's more influential than Kim? ooh I'd say that by the time she reaches Kim's age she will be because Kim has people who want to literally look like her People Kim has people who do surgery yeah to look yeah like yeah her. Yeah, but Kylie's like what twenty one. Yeah, I think so. She's Literally, she's well. twenty one, yeah. so she's got yeah. years on Kim. Mm. How how would you say you've? Actually, she's on, she's how, younger how, than you, Tim. How, how would you yeah. say you've built up your sort of social media brand? And Tim, if you would say say you wanted to connect Aji with a brand, yeah, yeah. What would you look for? Like, what kind of brand would you pair him up with? Do you sure. do you think a certain influencer fits a certain brand? Like, from that kind of angle, have you guys got any input? So how did you build up your brand? I say for me, like, if I'm being honest, um, I identified pretty much around the same time that I was kind of thinking of starting my brand, so MIA. I identified that I was going to have to make sure that my own personal brand was on point as well. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I made a conscious decision to, like, kind of change the content I was posting. I cleaned up my Insta like I see you've unfollowed everyone on Twitter and that <laughs> yeah well, I don't know like honestly so with that with Twitter <laughs> Twitter, Twitter was a long game because I said to myself I was like okay I need I need to have two separate Twitter accounts at least for now but the plan is to eventually merge it okay um, so like I spent like that last year from the point at which I made that decision to the point at which I deleted my other account, just like getting all my recklessness out, um, and just like slowly like building the other one with like a <coughs> core of followers. Do you know what I mean? So like I made sure that I was giving my followers something. So like the whole like corporate tips thing or whatever. So like yeah. I, I I can look at my followers now on Twitter and like know like the majority of them are going to be people who are interested in what I'm posting and not just like. Mm, following me crazy, because yeah. I happen to follow them. Cause, yeah, because when I first heard of you, <coughs> I, f- I thought you like to do um, a lot of fashion tips, mm-hmm. how to dress. I saw you, you model and all of that stuff. So I thought, okay, cool. Let me look into him because obviously he's got good about some fashion. And I didn't get a follow back, so I unfollowed you. <laughs> 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 Even nah, though I know nah. this guy, you know. Nah, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> nah, honestly, like I found, I found with Twitter, like the following was so political, especially when it's when it's black Twitter. So I just said with this new account. Like I'm just not gonna follow anyone, and like mm. if you want to follow me, that's fine. And but I'm not gonna follow, follow you back. <laughs> Obviously, at least you made up to it on Instagram, isn't it? so at least we're cool there. Yeah, we're cool. There. I um, and Tim, so yeah, it's from the other end, like okay. yeah. I mean, oh. for me, I think I could probably like talk on both sides in terms of because on LinkedIn, I think like three months ago, I, I basically like well, I think it was three months, probably like five months ago, I, I basically made the decision to kind of. Um, really build the um personal brand on linkedin as well um your personal yeah brand, yeah okay. so so like i create a lot of like videos on linkedin create content linkedin which is always kind of you know again like 
quite a fair amount of views, like ten thousand views, thirty thousand views, and stuff yeah, like quite, that. Quite a few. I said quite, quite a few. Quite a few. I hear that. <laughs> no. I, and I think that like oh, that good engagement, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that um, like from a I guess from a influencer standpoint, in terms of like how you build it, and then I can like talk about the brand stuff. Mm. I think what was um touched on earlier was this idea of having something like unique about you like mm. having some unique perspective so i kind of at the beginning made a decision like you know i was a 23 year old running an advertising company yeah. well i was a black 23 year old running an advertising company in an industry where there's a lot of like old white like gray-haired men so yeah. i was like cool that's the brand that i'm gonna CES. put out mm. so now when i like put out my videos and stuff they're like they aren't like formal or anything. We've got a video guy who just just will just take videos of like anything, and I'll just be like talking about just really interesting new perspectives on marketing. In fact, like the best the best performing video I I, I made was like two months ago. Where so in the advertising world, there's a lot of this thing about where you try and um, measure how good advertising by something called like the impressions so i made a whole video which is basically said like the impressions are a bullshit metric and then i just like put it on linkedin <laughs> i see that yeah. video still yeah yeah, yeah. yeah did, you, right? did you did you write the word um, yeah yeah, yeah right that bangs, yeah. That bangs and, then, yeah. and they're like kelechi cuz um <laughs> and they're like that worked quite well because people are like okay cool that's <laughs> a very laugh. unique <laughs> <laughs> um, so that type of thing, I think, if you're thinking about like building a brand again, is is getting that unique um, perspective, which is like, where else are people n- like gonna find that type of stuff? And then people just follow you for that stuff. Mm. Yeah, I think, just, I think. Just quickly, before you go on to the other side from branding perspective, yeah. both of you kind of mentioned your personal brands. Yeah. And I, I quite struggle with is that I'm working corporate at the moment. But yeah my natural habitat is not really corporate i just when i'm most comfortable i just like to be just sam and sam natural sam is not a corporate guy so do you guys all three of you really do you have like a do you ever how do you assess how do you do that balance of like being a corporate being a non-corporate um and do you think your personal brand should be a hybrid of just two of them or should you sort of pick one and make that your personal brand i don't know if you guys have anything i mean I'd probably not be applicable in this question because, <laughs> like, I'm in the like tech industry. Okay. Like, there is no kind of, cool. there's no kind of like corporate thing there. So, it's almost like I should build a personal brand around being this like young techie because yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only thing that like you know when we've talked to investors and they've invested in us, they've primarily invested in like the story of being like the young technical person. So mm. I think I probably like wouldn't be able to give kind of that insight on that. Like mm. probably you man would be better. Um, I think from my perspective, like I was kind of always aware that there was gonna be a potential like conflict between the two. That's why my plan, even as far as Twitter went, like my plan was always to kind of merge my personal and my professional brand. Mm. Um, but noting that whilst I was in corporate, so like I'm leaving corporate soon, but whilst I was in corporate, there was going to be certain parts of my personal brand that I can't shout about too much. So things like Africa Fashion Week, would I have posted that on LinkedIn before? Probably not. But would I have maybe like spun it in a way that made it sound more corporate than maybe. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Just because of the type of, it depends on the platform as well because like on Instagram, it wasn't really, I'd I'd post anything. Do you know what I mean? On Instagram. But then with LinkedIn, like certain things I'd keep more corporate because most of the people that I'm connected with in that space are going to be corporates or people working in corporates or people who are on LinkedIn in in their corporate capacity. Um, so yeah, like just to kind of, kind of sum up, I think it is possible to to merge the two. But I think whilst you're in corporate, you still will always have to kind of be smart about how much yeah. of yeah. your personal stuff that you put out there. I mean, I do feel you. So just quick on, but it's also like crazy value in working in corporate and having a like 
a, like a crazy audience on LinkedIn as well. Like I have a friend who works for a hedge fund and basically he has like 15,000 followers on LinkedIn and right. his whole thing was... Talking about being, working at a hedge fund and how to get the most out of it. Yeah, right? But mm. then the craziest thing is now his hedge fund, when they're trying to hire new grads, Amazing. they just like Same. tell him to post yeah, it. Yeah, 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 but yeah. now, what's even crazier is now he's been able to even get a higher salary now because he's been like, I'm worth more to you than just like the average yeah, employee. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like spun his audience on mm. LinkedIn to now having a like way better paying like... Yeah position at the same job mm. so i think there's like crazy value in that in just Definitely. kind of like uh, well, building that brand and why the reason why i actually said that is because to get back to what i was saying before about how to create and maintain a social brand mm. you've mentioned um you know having knowledge about a particular area yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking mm. about. and i think holding into that i think maybe having a niche yeah, yeah. Mm. having a niche and like okay cool i want to be known as a guy who knows everything about coca-cola yeah, 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 yeah i'm gonna yeah, keep yeah, talking yeah. about coca-cola every time and eventually everyone's like okay cool if I want to know about Coca-Cola, I'm going to go to Iran yeah, yeah. to learn about Coca-Cola. And then they're off that for their way, that way then my audience becomes everyone who's interested in Coca-Cola and that gives me influence Coca-Cola as a go-to game Coca-Cola. Yeah. I think another point, another way you have to create and maintain a brand about adding a level of consistency. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. talking about Coca-Cola once a year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, in, you know, you know, in Easter, for example, I have, to come to, I have to like build a consistent schedule to be like, okay, cool. I know Iran's going to talk about Coca-Cola every week on a Thursday yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that level you know that level of consistency yeah. adds to reliability yeah. I think you can't really be an influencer if you're, reli- if you're not reliable yeah the of- craziest thing that we did a while ago was like every week I bas- on like on, either on a Tuesday or Thursday I basically shot a video called like Bite Size which is where I just talk about the three biggest things that are going on in like marketing yeah like after the third week I did that it was like boom like we just getting hella like calls and emails and stuff but the only reason why was because like people had almost been programmed now to think okay every tuesday this thing is gonna come out and so uh, like that idea of just like mad consistency in yeah. what you're doing like super strong and to add to that so you, you spoke about um obviously talking about valuable or having some kind of value in what you say yeah right because you, you know you mentioned the corporate stuff you mentioned yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. seeing you your fashion as well having yeah. things which are valuable now when people are people will probably see it and probably be like you know what I do know about fashion let me go talk to him I spoke about consistency mm-hmm. and you know also being reliable what other ways do you think make someone have a good social brand like if, if, you, if someone wants to ask you IG or Tim how do I build a social brand and how do I maintain it what would you say I'd say it's definitely linked to that so <clears throat> kind of being able to give something back to people like something of value so if you're not if you're not able to kind of provide something to someone or to your followers or to your to your base, then they'll just go to someone else for that. So you, like you said, you need to find your niche and just really, really hone in on that. I'd say that's the biggest thing. Um, and also just like generally being a plug, um, <laughs> just like opportunities nice and stuff. Because like there'll be a lot of things that come my way that have no relevance to me, but I can yeah, tell people about it. it. Yeah, yeah, Do you know what I mean? And so eventually you're the guy who, okay, if someone wants to know something about X, Y, Z, they know they can rely on you to plug them. Exactly, like yeah. Job or something like that. Exactly, yeah, jobs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I post jobs in like the Law Collective group yeah, all the time. Yeah. I'm not going to take every job that comes my way um, or like events for students. I'll tell students about that because I'm not, obviously like I'm going to be a student soon, but I'm not a law student, so I'm not going to do anything with that information. So things like that, I think also help to allow you to build your brand if you're able to give back both from like an informational perspective and also from an opportunity perspective. What if you're someone who, um, okay, what if you're someone who's, okay, you've got you've got an idea, okay, you've copied an idea, you see that someone's got a good, <laughs> network, a good brand online, yeah. copied it, you're like, you know what? I also want to do that as well, but make it better. Yeah. Is there a way to become a, an influencer? Is there a way to build a social brand even though someone, is, someone has already got an established brand? Yeah. Is there room for more than one person to... Yeah, 100%. easily. But the way to do that is by going to the audience that they haven't captured yet. Mm. Right? So one of the big people in business... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boom, right? So one of like the key people, and I'm sure um, a lot of your listeners have heard of him, it's like Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Like mm. he's yeah, built yeah. his whole brand of being, you know, like this brash blah, blah, blah guy. 
I don't really like him, but whatever. <laughs> the motivational but, guy. Yeah, yeah, like the motivational guy. But there's hella, hella, hella people who still do the whole motivational thing and they still get views, they still get engagement, etc. But the reason why is because they've then kind of like started to focus on either an audience who like Gary Vee hasn't gone to or they've basically like positioned themselves to be more, um, to just be more familiar with another audience. Um so I feel like, yeah, there's definitely that. You just have to basically like um, focus on an audience which hasn't already been captured. So I'm sure there's like the female Gary Vee, for example, okay. right? Because yeah, okay, Gary Vee speaks a lot to kind of, you know, like the typical kind of maybe like young white male trying to hustle, right? I'm sure there's the Gary Vee for property, for example, right? So yeah. this idea of basically like niching down and owning um, certain audiences, I think is like basically the way that you do that. And I think it varies industry-wide as well, like... You know, you, you go on YouTube and you'll find a million different YouTube pages doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And it's pretty much like, in this day and age, there's just always a need for more. Like yeah, people yeah. just want to keep watching. Right. Even Love Island as well. Like mm. All of their followers has, has ballooned. And like, I was reading the other day that each of them could make five grand per post. So imagine mm. doing 10 yeah, posts yeah, per, that's, per, that's, per week. That's, that's what, 50 grand a week and multiply that by 52. Do you know what I mean? So don't forget the tax, though. You know, like yeah, that. But, but in this world, like people aren't being taxed, mate. <laughs> oh, are you, are you, are you know, I own, I own the PayPal money, PayPal money, PayPal money can't be really taxed that much. Speaking of PayPal, yeah, how do you go? How do you go about monetizing your brand? I see people all the time be putting the bios in a PayPal me this or that. Yeah, but them ones are a bit off, man. Like, them girls are a bit off. They be putting PayPal me and that. That's wrong, man. But, like, they're getting money. But some of them do it, though. People, you get them, yeah, 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 yeah I know, bro. Bro, like, PayPal bro, and like, saying, please, like, let me like, pay for your school fees. One girl I saw, she sends, she had a picture of toes. <laughs> and she gets paid on PayPal. Fam, and she gets paid, like, racks a month for it, toes. Mad. Mad. And, like, in my mind, I was thinking, you know what? I guess you're an influencer to some degree. Exactly. Same but that's wild, though, man. You can't knock their hustle, bruv. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you're a pretty girl and you just say, ah, Pay me 10 bags and I'll send you a picture of my post, fam. You can't knock her off. Uh, yeah? If your daughter said that, would you be cool with that? Yeah, but that's not a conversation that we're having. Why are you backing him, fam? <laughs> so, I, Adji, what, what, way, what, like, what ways do you have a monetizing? Obviously, so you spoke about one, which is very true, mm. and that like, girls who <clears throat> seem to, you know, world-class beautiful who can put on their PayPal me and you can get paid. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever ways of monetizing your brand, do you, do you have a mind? So, like, I think it kind of ties into the kind of, like, influence you have and also what kind of audience you have as well because i've like i've thought about doing the whole type like the whole kind of like um blogger type sponsored post mm. thing and i've done that maybe once or twice with a couple of watches but um oh watches yeah yeah like a couple, couple of free watches this was free as well <laughs> was that um, rolex there no nah, no not, not, <laughs> not yet not yet not but yet. um yeah so <laughs> but I, I feel more comfortable if it ties into like my own personal brand and like what I actually put out there. Do you know what I mean? So I would feel like I was kind of maintaining like my integrity if I was posting stuff or whatever like on Instagram that I would actually like mm -hmm. wear or like I would actually like use myself. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to like just posting for the sake of it and just for the money. But so then, yeah, go to go to that's like one way. And then there's also like, just by virtue of like building your brand as well, you do also have people that present random opportunities to you that mm. may end up being paid. So mm. that's one thing I've noticed. So like, even if it's like 50 pounds here, 100 pounds here, like it's still the kind of stuff that yeah. as you continue to grow your brand, um, especially if you're going down the whole entrepreneurial or freelance route, which is what I'm looking to do, that kind of stuff can pay your rent. Do you know what I mean? So it's important to have as many potential streams of income. And I think building your brand can put you in a position where that's more likely and more possible. But then what about the early stages of building your brand? So you haven't bust yet. Your, your brand is still mainly you, your close people, your friends, whatnot. Mm. <clears throat> How soon would you not try and monetize it? And um, is there an issue like trying to monetize off your friends? So trying to make pee off your friends or expecting your friends. Yeah, you know why? Because your friends will always be your friends. But then your friends will say mate straights and stuff like that. Your friends, imagine we did an event now. I know a couple of people that would be to me, Sam. I'm not paying. I know that the guys you turn on, bounce on the door, they can't be let in, can <laughs> But they're not going to, your friends aren't going to be your core audience. That's one thing I've realised. Like, 
your even friends at the will support. Stages. Even at the starting stages, your friends will will support. Yeah, but they won't be the old. Yeah, they're not going to necessarily be your target market. They could be like a test market or a market that you used to see okay, yeah, how yeah, people yeah. might respond to like whatever you're putting out there. But you'll be surprised by how many people who you have who you don't know that turn up. We, yeah, yeah, who turn up and just like your stuff. That's the kind of stuff. They're, they're the kind of people that you want to be looking for. And I think that's one thing that I had to like realize very early on. Like um, you can't rely on your friends yeah, yeah, yeah. to like buy your stuff mm. or to yeah. invest in you. Yeah. I think you spoke, sorry, you spoke about, um, I remember what you spoke about earlier about doing sponsored blog posts. Mm. I think another way of monetizing your brand is for example, if you're, if you're a known expert in a field, let's say you're, you're a known mm. expert in, um, in um, building companies, like you're an entrepreneur, building mm. companies, uh, one way you can uh, monetize that, that audience is by, okay, posting out maybe content. So let's say, um, books or articles mm-hmm. or different you know ways of different media content that people have to pay for in order to access that information and i think that's way, one way you can make money for example you got you got a lot of people who, who, who are experts in something might be you know they're not necessarily smart but because they they talk about this for a lot of time yeah. they release a book mm-hmm. and that sells up copies worldwide yeah, and that's yeah yeah, yeah. Make money that's true that's true yeah i think yeah i think um basically like one of the things that i've been um thinking about has been like there are basically three ways that you can monetize your audience. So the first one is just through brands. And then the second one is through like courses, um, like um, yeah. courses, books, which was kind of the um, thing I was talking about earlier. And then the like third one is basically like kind of like speaking at events, kind of more physical stuff. Mm-hmm. I think the first one about brands, um, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily need to be that huge in order to be um, to like partner up a brand. So, I think typically if you have like 15,000, 10,000, you can then start getting brands to pay you like a fixed fee. So it's like, okay, I'm going to pay you 500 pounds to like post about this. But even when you have like a thousand people, so mm. you can monetize, but not through fixed um, fixed fee, okay. but rather through the, like doing these like affiliate programs. Um, so you go to a brand and you say, do you know what? If I send X amount of people to you, give me a mm. cut of the yeah, red or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. And, and they provide like a unique, uh, yeah exactly so they can, yeah. Like, they can track it back say yeah. this link you know tim.com yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. You know, whenever whoever presses that link <coughs> gets mm-hmm. yeah the yeah it's and like yeah. so many people don't realize i mean especially i guess like people our age and stuff they're really in um in pursuit of like um, <laughs> like passive income right okay yeah, and yeah. and actually it's far better for you if you're thinking about it purely from a, a passive income perspective, it's far better for you to partner up with a company and get paid per deal that you send mm. because you can then just say you say you are a YouTuber. If I put a video up, that video is going to be there like forever. Yeah. And every mm-hmm. time people are buying from that link, I'm still going to just be getting, getting paid, paid mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so many people think of like brand sponsorships and think, oh, I need to chase that like five grand deal here, etc. But actually, there's like quite a lot you can make from just kind of keeping it, yeah, like, it like, yeah, like, yeah, keeping it consistent. I That's think true. the second one is the kind of like courses and books. I think that is like. I was saying earlier yeah, yeah, that tell I, them a bit about what you're telling us. Earlier. Yeah, so like I have like several friends who are just making a killing from just like courses and um Jeez. and one of um one of the people that I don't know if you'd like his name on here, yes, but um one of the people that I've been like helping with this is um Nick Jenkins, right? So mm. kind of the the guy from um Dragon's Den. And basically his um his guess it's his girlfriend his partner basically an amazing nutritionist Mm. and she's trying to monetize um her audience Mm. i mean she's written books and stuff and Mm. it's worked really well but it's like apart from the books which like almost depend on a publisher approving you Mm -hmm. how do you basically get revenue directly from your audience and the thing that i was saying was basically what I've seen like so many people do is, you know, she's been a whole brand of being this amazing nutritionist, helping people like Sam Smith, for example, yeah, lose yeah. weight, right? Yeah, so it's like, okay, cool. Your audience likes you for that. So the first thing added, um, I'd do is then create a course and it can be like a, like 
a 10 pound course that people can just like pay for and they can just get like tips and stuff from you but then the next step which was the thing i was saying is like facebook groups so many people don't know about the power of facebook groups they are mm. so mad because facebook really? around <laughs> like because easy, like. when you get someone into either a facebook group or yeah. or you get their email yeah you can constantly just talk to them directly because if i have you on my email list and then i then like send you an email yo this product is about to drop in the next you know week mm. um and then i hype you up hype you up for it because you've already bought from me before even if it's like i spent like five pound or ten pound mm. you trust you yeah the hardest part exactly. is to buy it the first time isn't it yeah mm-hmm. but then that's the reason why your first product should be just mad cheap literally yeah, yeah, like yeah, five yeah, pound because yeah, yeah. you're not trying to make peace from that one you're, you're actually yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're trying to get people to like take out their money to at least get used to paying you yeah, right yeah, you're on the but like but like so many people don't know that this idea of like courses one of my really good friends has basically built an authority in like horse riding right but like she'll bring out a random video course uh, which is like 25 pound she has an audience of i think like 16,000 people and basically it's about horse riding she gets like 400 people to like buy the course at 25 pound boom she's made money right so like that idea of um courses is it's just like something which like some people don't rate but that's it and moving on to that love for that tim appreciate that moving on to that um Okay, I'm an influencer. Okay, oh, sorry, not influencer. I'm a guy who've, uh, who a lot of people like to listen to on, on social media. How do I go about attracting companies? I know companies can sometimes come to you. Mm. Is there a way that that way is there a way that way around where I can I can be like to a company? Hey, I've got X Y Z followers. I get X Y Z engagement. <coughs> I want you to um, I mean, the power of a DM just email them in a DM can't be like, like, it's so it's that simple to make money yeah but do you not think yeah, that's just, <laughs> yeah yeah like if you're someone <clears throat> of value and you email the person and say yo partner up with me yeah, yeah but, but don't you need the numbers that obviously we talk about the quality of of your influence and the engagement mm. and stuff but like do you not find that a lot of companies will just look at your following mm and look at the numbers and mm. then make a decision. So then the way to do that is when you're talking with these companies, start off and say that we'd only, we'll do something where you only pay based off like the people that I send mm-hmm. to your store. Cause then that's low risk for them. Yeah. Then when they see that you're like yeah, really doing numbers, yeah. then mm-hmm. you can be like, you know what? No, now pay me a fixed fee. Yeah. Oh, Simple. I think his question was even getting that reply in the first place. Mm. Email, bro. Email, DM. Email, bro. But when you come with the email, you have to come with facts. Like, I've got X, Y, Z. And you got to get them to open it because they're probably getting yeah, yeah. hundreds of emails, DMs, whatever a day. Do you remember when we used Tweet to play Tweet them, do them. them. Remember, <laughs> like, this is... Remember we used to play around with changing the, the, the subject? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Old school. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we used to message brands and depending on, <laughs> what, so depending on how you say the subject or yeah, what you say in yeah, the yeah. first line of the email how long the email is or what time you send yeah, it yeah, you yeah. get a reply you don't get nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean there's like several like there's several blog posts out there about like how to really write um, code emails properly but like the general thing is just get in touch with them anyway how but the unless you have a big audience make it low risk for them mm. literally be like yo yeah, yeah. only pay me for the like traffic I send so you so you're saying if I have like as small as five followers I can say that Small as five followers. Pain oh, if I five followers, that's a bit ridiculous. Extreme, but yeah, but, is it, but isn't it still low risk though? No, but, but you're saying you don't need thousands and yeah. thousands of followers mm. to get... Yeah, somewhere yeah exactly. in between. So much yeah. of it is like, at least, maybe not from a brand perspective, but I think a lot of it's like to do with um, luck as well. So like that Broderick Hunter thing last year, yeah, 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 I DM'd yeah. him and I just happened to like catch him at a time where like so big, bro. he was interested in like building his own like african part of his brand so like i think a lot of it's just down to like luck but then even before that there were like 15 20 people like him that i'd messaged and i just think yeah. yeah. But did you know bodrick was trying to delve into that field before uh, you dm'd him or was it just purely nah, pure luck like i didn't i didn't know that that was well, i respect that you know because a lot of people would be like oh all life is all me is all skill but you're saying it's, it's <laughs> literally luck. like luck no i feel you so yeah and then what I was going to say then is okay cool so we spoke about just then how, how to approach a company yeah do you have any do you have any other ideas of this is more to you Tim what do companies look for and then what don't they look for um 
Or what's, what's deemed to them as a red flag? I mean, I think a red flag is just basically like bad engagement, isn't it? Mm. Like, yeah, when we yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like work with brands or, you know, like any of the brands that we work with, we've always spoken about like engagement being the core metric. So I think, yeah, brands, if they see, you know, you have, you know, 100,000 followers, but then your last post got like 65 likes or something like that, right? They're like, yo, come on. Like, they're not gonna buy followers or not, no? Hella followers. Yeah, man. yeah. Hella yeah, followers. True, like, true. They, got, they got people in like India and Bangladesh just like liking all their posts and that. Like, For real? Yeah, yeah. Is there a particular reason why you mentioned North Country than not, not anywhere else? Because I know people who bought followers from India, Bangladesh. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> things that they don't, don't like. It. <laughs> I know, I know he did, in it? Never, <laughs> never, <laughs> never. Not today, fam. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Ranking, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but I think bad engagement, they see that. They're like, no. And the stuff they look for, I mean, we still live in a world where people are, are impressed by numbers. Like, so... Well, don't, don't numbers talk, though? No, but... By numbers, I mean, like, it'd be easier for you to get into the door saying that you have 2 million followers than someone with 20,000 who actually has a higher engagement, engagement than you. Like, mm-hmm. people still kind of, you know, brands, at the end of the day, when they do, like, a marketing <coughs> campaign with you, at the end, there is a review. And the things mm-hmm. that they always measure is this crazy thing called, like, reach in the advertising business. And to them they see reach as the number of followers. So the junior, junior digital marketing assistant at BBC, when when she, she or he is like talking to her boss, she can be like, we reached 10 million people. But low-key, no one really fucked with it, right? Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. they can still do that. So numbers still do talk, but I think it's just so, the engagement so that matters you say still. numbers can supersede like fit? Because for example, this new Stormzy and Cambridge link up, yeah. Murky, whatever, whatever. That's so it's weird not a fit. Do you know, like to me, you won't put Stormzy with Cambridge, but I'm I'm thinking well, why, Cambridge. Why, why not? Why not? Because Stormzy. That's a fit Stormzy to me, hundred percent. Why not? It's, it's not a fit, bro. Why? It's just not a fit. Like Stormzy. Who would rather then? No, no, I don't have a problem with it. But what I'm saying is that have Cambridge just looked at looked at his numbers, looked at his popularity, looked at his engagement on social media, and said we want we want some of that. He went we to them. Them, I think, yeah, he went to them. Yeah. He went to them and also I think the ACS yeah, played a massive yeah, part yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like the ACS, I think a few yeah, members, yeah, like they knew yeah, Stormzy. Yeah. Stormzy reached out to Cambridge ACS. No, Cambridge ACS already had, I think one or two people in the ACS already had yeah. relationship with, either with Stormzy or like with people in, yeah. in Stormzy's team. Yeah. Okay. So he wasn't like too far away so from So is the link up with Cambridge ACS or Cambridge Uni? It's with the uni, but the ACS were the ones that I think facilitated okay. yeah. it. Well, um, okay, I hear that. Yeah, you're lucky we got you. We let you get. No, 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 because that's there's still <laughs> yeah, lucky. there's still a point to be made. Forget that example. Nah, that. I, I know where I know, I know, know where I mean? it's coming from. Like, you wouldn't obviously like you open up Twitter. Yeah. Two days ago, you wouldn't expect to see that. Do you know what I mean? Literally, yeah. Like people were so gassed by it because it was a shock. Mm. Even if it's not like the most random thing in the world, it's yeah. still like something that you would not necessarily yeah, would, yeah, wake yeah. up expecting to. Happen. And my so, point is, there's numbers like supersede fit if that yeah to sense. some degree yeah. yeah like if again i go back to <coughs> kylie, right? kylie but yeah. like any single person will collab with kylie yeah because sure. she's got numbers but she's also going it's like even i think the third most followed person is like ronaldo kylie's first and selena gomez the second selena oh, gomez, gomez is still relevant yeah, 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 yeah so ronaldo wow. like Anyone will pay him peas in order to like anything, even like opening up a new hospital <laughs> yeah, in like yeah, yeah. Croatia or something, you right? Decided to open up the airport terminal after his name. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Right. so like to some degree, numbers will like mm. supersede mm. fit, but what, what I feel like that's only like when it's like astronomical. Okay. But mm. like, I, I feel like in general, fit is like fit is where it works. So speaking of fit, if let's say I'm a I'm a guy who's got a brand. Do you advise me to just work with anyone who wants to pay me money, or do you want to advise <laughs> me to <laughs> out for the fees? <laughs> or do you advise me to like, <laughs> be selective on who I do I do deal with? Because and the reason I say this is because um, I remember speaking of marketing campaigns for H and M. He spoke about the monkey. Oh yeah, yeah the monkey. Yeah. Oh, he had a dark skin um, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the monkey top. Poor. Right, in that in that advertising brand. And let's say I'm a black man. Would you still advise me to work with H and M? Go on. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> no I, like Who is that? I still buy their tops. So you know, I still got hate. Yeah, I still buy, I still buy their tops. Couple tops still, but I won't even lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that goes back to the cancellation question. They said they've got a couple tops. That's joke. Like we don't actually cancel things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Black people don't. Like my jam has had her best year so far right. since being cancelled. Yeah. And people still drink Pepsi, for example. <laughs> exactly. R. Kelly's still Maya getting um, the whole yeah, those old tweets that came up. Those old tweets. R. Kelly. Oh. My jammer. Oh yeah. My jammer. My jammer came up with an apology, but it wasn't really. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Like people were still like very angry, but I didn't know. Maybe she got away because Stormzy. She was Stormzy's girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe she. Stormzy deleted his Twitter. Like. Yeah, for ages. Of, yeah, because yeah. of that, I think. Like that same week. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember still. To protect his own personal brand, probably. But so what? Go, go. Yeah, what I was gonna say though. So you spoke about companies, right? Yeah. Mm. When they do these marketing campaigns. They must know that it's gonna. They're gonna they nah, they they know and they don't care. They know. Yeah. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say names, but I know people yeah, yeah, that yeah, work yeah. in certain places where they're like, yeah, that's that's so, the policy. That's yeah. we know what's gonna happen, but they just the, wanna get sales. But sometimes bad, yeah. bad, bad publicity is still good, right? And it's still paid. Yeah. Because I'm sure that you know. All right, cool. They did that monkey thing with H and M. They should have a quick apology. But it's still got themselves. Still got yeah. Them like they still do numbers, right? Like, that apology is probably ready before they even post. Yeah, yeah, like. For real, probably. Like the game is corrupt, bro. Like, <laughs> are, are you talking for someone who's uh? Yeah. He smiles. Yeah. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've had, I've had, I've had a ton of like. So we work with like all the film companies and like all the labels, and I remember specifically <coughs> one of the film companies was like, we know this isn't going to be the best message to promote, but it seems like that's what kind of gets people to act. So we just, so we just promoted it. <laughs> Boy, so you know, and I think another way of another way of monetizing your um your brand is let's say for example I get I get written about by, by a great newspaper for example like Forbes for example. I knew about him before before meeting him today because I saw of Forbes. I know some guys would be like, you know, I've got a bit of clout now. Let me quickly, you know, publish a few books, make a few songs, couple books after Forbes. Should have dropped an album. Hey, but no, it's five to seven. Quickly, I was gonna say, yeah. Um, so with you guys, you've both got your respective brands, which are doing amazing things. Are you are you in it for the money or are you in it for the brand? Like, for example, say MIA. No, not brand, but like you in it for the money or for like. No, like I know where I'm going with this. Variability. I know where I'm going with this. Bro. Go say say say, um, you I could value both your companies at like five million or whatever. And you way more than still. No, like, like okay, million, <laughs> millions and millions of pounds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you both received <laughs> offers for your companies to sell. Would you just sell for the money, or would you be looking at the buyer to make sure that they continue the brand the way you've built it up? That oh, that's a good question. Go I think for me, because I identify as a social entrepreneur, I yeah. think for me, money is at least as far as my brands go money is kind of secondary but like only yeah. just because only just because you, <laughs> you were six figures and you quit it yeah, I wasn't yeah, not, I wasn't six figures Adji, yeah. Adji's a lawyer corporate lawyer out here six but figures I swear, I, 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 swear if he, I swear if he had um, when you qualified you would have been around I mean obviously don't disclose but yeah, 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 I don't know if you went to law I don't know if you went to law don't disclose it was good money it was good money but like my thinking is like I've I've always kind of like known my long term plan and it wasn't the whole like partnership route mm. um otherwise i wouldn't be doing other things at mm. all and my thinking was i always knew that there would be a certain point where i'd have to make a decision and for me i always said to myself that i wanted to give myself at least one year qualification experience be- before i made that decision mm. and if i was going to leave it's got to be for the right kind of opportunity and with the right kind of structures in place because mm. like for me if i just like left and then just try to build things. I don't think that I would be able to make it work. But for me, knowing that, okay, this like masters would provide me with structure, I felt more comfortable doing it. And of no, course, you feel more comfortable when you have no tuition fees left. True, 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 true. But um, yeah, no, that was that was kind of my thinking. And um, yeah, and also like, I feel as well that having those kind of multiple streams of income means you're going to make more money in the long run anyway. Like true, I'm not, I don't think that working in corporate necessarily guarantees that you're going to make money. The people that I know that have made money from it, it's either they've done smart things with their bonuses or they've been like very, very disciplined. But then 
the kind of culture in corporate doesn't really yeah, it lend itself to that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't lend itself to like being disciplined. It lends you, lends you it lends itself to you spending money. Mm. So that lifestyle, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It's the lifestyle. So like, even if I'm not going out of my way to spend money, they'll still, f- the the job will still. It'll make you spend. It'll make you spend money. Yeah. Like whether it's getting dinner one day or whatever, whether it's drinks or not. Drinks or whether it's your entire team's going on a ski trip and yeah, you feel yeah, like the only yeah. black person you have to go and then before you know you spent one thousand five hundred pounds <laughs> personal experience. Absolutely, so yeah. yeah, like that's just the way that the kind of corporate game is. Did you want to say something? Tim, yeah, just yeah. That question. Yeah, for me, um I think we've basically kind of like swerved on like so we've basically been through both of the periods, yeah, right? Yeah. So like I think it was just about last year where kind of like fan marriage came like this kind of multi-million pound company and then I was Jeez. like okay we just trying to exit to anyone yeah. we're like anyone with kind of like who gives us a very decent number we're just trying to exit yeah um um but then um but then only recently we're just like you know it's not even just about the peas like we've kind of got to the stage where we're like okay like we're doing well but mm. we want to kind of make sure that we see it off to st- like to someone because we've built a brand which makes sense to mm. like the proper person generation rather than just just like bare peas yeah. just go so that's been for on. you like you've had other businesses before haven't you yeah. you've sold them yeah now what was your thinking for those those are just peas <laughs> those i mean <laughs> I like, the honesty, I the <laughs> like the last company i sold i was like 17 then i was like 17 much for? for the peas for a decent amount, <laughs> uh, my boy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, that's basically that. Quick, quick one. Um, so we spoke about um, you know providing content which is valuable. You know, being someone who you know whose opinion weighs something in, in, in a particular mm. subject. Uh, a lot of consistency. Um, staying true to yourself and your brand, if, you, if that is what you want, like being authentic, mm. and also at the same time, not just you know selling yourself for money. If, if that isn't you know what you really want to do, but we'll talk about that later on, Tim. <laughs> um, well, I want to say thank you, you guys, for coming. I on. love, love for um, coming. Once on again, um, Tim, are you looking for any social influencers to do work with, or? Uh, so we're looking for people to join Fanbytes. Okay. Oh, that ice cream. Okay, go, go on, continue. Um, yeah, looking for people to join Fanbytes. So if you are either really good at social or a writer or an editor or a programmer, if possible, um, hit us up. We're hiring like crazy right now. So what's your website? Uh, Fanbytes, F-A-N-B-Y-T-E-S dot com. I remember, I remember when you came up with that name. <laughs> and Adji, are you looking for any brands or any any link ups? Like, yeah, so we're now looking actively looking for buyers. Okay. So we're trying to get into stores, um, oh. at least until we get to the point in which we've got investment and can start touring store. What's the name of the, the brand? M-I-A, M-I-A London. So um, the website is M-I-A-L-D-N dot com and um, social media is M-I-A-L-D-N apparel. I love man. Um, follow the podcast at My City Podcast on everything. Um, check out episode one to thirteen. Leave a review on iTunes. Um, all of that, all of that. Follow me personally, Sam underscore Luca one on Twitter. Sam underscore Luca on Instagram. Follow Ira on <laughs> Twitter. Ira Lua, I R A Y L I W A and I R E dot A E on Instagram. And, uh, um, yeah. Uh, use the hashtag when you when you uh, interact with us. Send us a dilemma as well. Send us a dilemma as well. Um, thanks guys for coming on. Love, love. Thank love. you for having us. I love guys.